This podcast is proudly brought to you by Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile. You can visit them at www.soulstreetcoffee.com. And Anchor, the premier podcast hosting platform. Are you interested in launching your own podcast? Please visit them at anchor.fm. We are pleased to be partnered with our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. The mission of I'm Changing the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as an inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel speaks to athletes about taking back the headlines for good, showing them that they have the power to change the narrative and to find their purpose in life outside of their sport. To live lives of purpose, passion and platform. Just like her inspiration, Alabama and NFL star, Kevin Turner did before he succumbed to ALS and CTE. For more information please visit www.iamchangingthenarrative.org The Rebel Walk is your source for the best coverage of Ole Miss sports. You can follow our good friend, Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie, and you can follow The Rebel Walk on Twitter at The Rebel Walk. Be sure to check out their website at www.therebelwalk.com. Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career, and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting fight in Texas Ag who ever lived reveals his life as the on-field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game-changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics, and remains the youngest starting college athlete ever. He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas on for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the greatest amateur sports story of all time. Welcome into our off-season mini-series for the Southeastern Conference 2020 season. Hi everyone. I am Summer, and I want to thank you for joining us. I am pleased to be joining Kenneth as we prepare to cover the 2021 season in the best conference in college football. In this mini-podcast series, we will look back and get a big-picture perspective about each team's season in 2020 and then do a deeper dive into their numbers with our new and improved databases. In Part 1, we will look back at how each team finished the 2020 season and highlight some players that signed in recruiting with the transfer portal. Think of National Signing Day whether in December or February like the NFL Draft and the Transfer Portal like NFL Free Agency. In Part 2, after we have gone back through the entire 2020 season, we will have a report card for each team in several key categories. In this episode, we will be looking at the 2020 Mississippi State Bulldogs. And let's take a look back at the 2020 Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs were able to get all 10 conference games played, going 3-7 and seven in conference play. Now, let's start with this Mike Leach air raid offense and see how did it stack up against strictly just SEC caliber defenses. So, unlike what we're going to see in 2021, when you get to see um, at least three, if not four, non-conference opponents, you could see them really rack up. Um, 
some passing numbers this coming up year, but we're going to judge this offense and this team strictly on what they do in conference games. So looking at the Mississippi State offense first, only two games did they score more than 27 points. And that came in the season opener against LSU. Shout out Bo Pelini. And in the season finale against Missouri, where they scored 51 points. Five games, this Mike Leach air raid offense was held to under 17 points in a ball game. That came against Arkansas, Kentucky, Texas A&M, Alabama, and Auburn. This offense only averaged 20.7 points per game, and their yards per play was only 4.9. So just a little further background on the air raid offense. It's a short three-step passing offense designed to get the ball to wide receivers or running backs in space and for them to accumulate yards after the catch. So you're going to see this offense, if you go down and look at their completion percentage, they're going to have some games where they're completing 65% or more, which for this offense happened against Arkansas, where they completed 71%, A&M 75%, Vanderbilt 76%, Georgia they completed 79% versus Ole Miss, 73%. So on the season as a whole with the two quarterbacks, they completed 67.2% of their passes. You throw that number out when you're judging a Mike, Mike Leach offense because his offense is always going to have high pass attempts, high completion percentage. But what you want to look at, especially his first year in the SEC, are these numbers as far as their offense. We talked about the points per game. Five of their 10 games, they had three or more turnovers. In a conference where you don't have superior talent, you cannot afford to turn the ball over. Four turnovers against LSU. Four turnovers against Arkansas. Six turnovers against Kentucky three turnovers against Alabama and four turnovers against Missouri in a game that they still won, by the way. Five games, this uh, offense was held to under 300 yards of total offense. You're not going to win a game, uh, Mike Leach and Mississippi State, if you are not going to have 300 yards or more in total offense. And yes, by the way, they lost all of those games except one, and that came against Vanderbilt. This offense in 10 SEC games scored a total of 24 offensive touchdowns, and that's just uh, passing and rushing touchdowns. 16 of those came um, through the air. Five of those touchdowns came against LSU in the season opener. Shout out Bo Pelini once again for 
being the only defense in the SEC besides Missouri that did not have a game plan to slow down this air raid offense. Six touchdowns for a 10-game uh, SEC slate with rushing touchdowns. This is a line of scrimmage league. You've heard me say that all season long, and I will continue to say it because that's how you win conference games in the SEC. You must dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage. Your offensive line versus your opponent's defensive line, your defensive line versus their offensive line. And if you take out the LSU game in the season opener, in non-conference games, this Mississippi State passing game only averaged 276 yards through the air. That's not going to cut it for long-term success in the SEC. Looking at the Mississippi State defense really quickly, this defense allowed 28.3 points per game, allowed 125.3 yards per game on the ground, gave up 3.4 yards per rush, which is actually pretty solid. But when you go back and look at some of the opponents that they got that against, we have some anomalies here as far as numbers go. Georgia Bulldogs only had eight yards rushing against this Mississippi State defense. I don't expect that to happen if these teams were to play in 2021. Let's take a look at a couple of their SEC West opponents and see how they stack up as far as rush defense. Well, right off the bat, we see 186 yards against Texas A&M, 208 yards against Alabama, 163 against Ole Miss, and 218 against Auburn. Not a recipe for success if you want to get to the SEC championship game or have a winning conference schedule when you are allowing that to your division opponents, the opponents who are going to know you the best. And that Georgia game, if you go back and look at the weather in that ball game, that game was played in an absolute monsoon, if I remember correctly. So that was a, a complete shocker that uh, this Georgia offense wasn't able to put up the same type of rush numbers against Mississippi State as four of their um, top level of competition that they're going to face in the SEC West. This Mississippi State defense allowed 380.3 yards per game and gave up 31 total touchdowns. So basically their opponents were, you could basically pencil in 21 points uh, just from the offense alone each game with uh, giving up on average of three touchdowns per game. Overall, 
a negative uh, 7.6 uh, points per game differential. Yards differential per game was a negative 33.2. And turnover differential, uh, Mississippi State committed 2.6 turnovers per game, only forced about 1.6. So a minus one uh, turnover per game differential. Now, we don't cover recruiting um, here at the Crunch Time Sports Network, but for Mississippi State Bulldog fans and uh, teams that will be playing Mississippi State, this is something very interesting so far um, through both the early signing period in December and just finishing up the uh, February signing period and so far in the transfer portal. Mississippi State has only brought in one player, and that was through the transfer portal, a young man named Randy Charlton uh, transferring from UCF. Uh, He plays uh, strong defensive end, 6'3", about 235. I can tell you that's light in the the cakes to play strong defensive end in the SEC. Now, you can get away with that in the ACC. I'm sorry, AAC. But in the SEC, that's a that's a Will linebacker in this conference. They did not recruit a premier defensive tackle. Um, Ty Cooper, young man from uh, Louisville, Mississippi, 6'4", 245, um, rated by 24-7 as a three-star recruit. But that's it as far as their defensive line, really. And they did bring in um, JUCO transfer Deshaun Page out of East Mississippi Community College, uh, a 6'2", 225 inside linebacker uh, rated by 24-7 as a three-star. So this is the recipe that Mike Leach plans on going into the 2021 season with. Unless they make any um, more moves in the transfer portal, Not a lot of high expectations for this Mississippi State defense to improve going into uh, next season. Overall impressions of Mike Leach in his first year as a head coach in the SEC, I would have to rate him as a D minus. And the only reason it's not an F is because of the game that he had against LSU in the season opener. Once again, shout out Bo Pelini for not being able to figure out that if you're going to play this defense, you rush three and drop eight. I mean, it it's something that if you go back and listen to all the podcasts that we did um, where an opponent was playing Mississippi State, that was the recipe. If you rush three, drop eight, tackle, and not give up a lot of yards after the catch, you were going to be very successful against this Mississippi State team and especially their offense. Looking at their record, 3-7 and seven, as far as their conference play. Now, we'll be back to uh, just the eight conference games um, this fall in 2021. But it's going to be very interesting to see how this Mississippi State offense looks in year two under Mike Leach. And is there going to be any significant defense improvement um, during the spring 
and Fall Camp. We hope that you have enjoyed this special episode as we get ready for the 2021 college football seasons. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By giving us a five-star rating helps to get the word out about the show. Be sure to head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. Please give a follow to our good friend Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie and her fantastic site at The Rebel Walk. We are also proud to support our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. For more information, please visit www.inchangingthenarrative.org. Be sure to check our good friends at Whitwell Sports. Their mission is simple, to provide the best product and service to their customers. They take great pride in their company, their commitment to customer service, and in the product they sell. Their website is www.witwillsports.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Title Towel. Be sure that catch Kenneth breaking down the game of the week in the SEC on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show with the Georgia Dog, Pac-12 Dave, Nolcore, Irish Bill, Tiger Mike, and Ms. Callie Cash on the ticket 850 where you can stream the show at www.wearesportsradio.com. Also be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at time underscore advantage. In closing, we want to say thank you for listening to this preview for this weekend's games. And remember whether it is the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or the SEC and Mid-America conferences in college football. Because we are the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network and we are here to help you find your sports advantage. For Kenneth and the entire team here at the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network, this is summer and a wonderful day everybody.